Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Are you a community leader who's looking to really build your community through the power of email? It's the first chance you have to get in front of the right people, and you should make the most of it. So many community leaders take the template approach, and you've lost your community before they've even found you. How about crafting the perfect welcome series instead? You can grab my guide, Crafting the Perfect Welcome Series, at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Discover the tips and tactics I use to help my clients get up to an 80% open rate. When people open those first few emails, they're more likely to continue opening your messages, engaging, and buying from you. Build your community the right way with a welcome series that converts. Grab your copy at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Wycamp, your host, conversion copywriter and marketing strategist. And today, we're going to be talking about something a lot of us really need to focus on but aren't really sure where to start. And that's all about having what some people call the millionaire mindset and the shifts that you need to make so that you can have the right mindset in place to grow your business to where you want it to be. And of course, to help me talk about this topic today, I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Jennifer Yan. Jennifer is the founder of Seven Figure Shift Business Coaching. What does that imply to you? Fueled by her experience of running a business and working in market research for organizations like YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google. Wow, quite the reputation there. So she became a business coach and now teaches the profit magnifier system designed to maximize business profits by working on mindset, marketing, and automation. Her work has been featured on Bustle, Thrive Global, and the Sharkpreneur podcast with Shark Tank investor Kevin Harrington. So we're really excited to have her here today. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kimberly. It's a wonderful day in California and great to see you and your audience again. Absolutely. Jennifer and I met a couple of, wow, only months ago uh, at the New Media Summit. Both of us were looking for more information about podcasting. She was in a, you know, the the whole thing with marketing. I'm a marketer. She's a marketer. Definitely a great connection there. And I'm so excited to have you on. She's been on uh, other shows with me before. And I'm really excited to dive into the seven-figure shift. But before we get there, of course, all of us like to know kind of like, where did you come from? So tell us a little bit about your journey on how you kind of got to where you are right now in your entrepreneurship journey. I would say it's a very long journey, but to keep things short, Basically, I started off as a software engineer and basically software engineering gave me that kind of like technical background. And so basically, I went through software engineering, applied through several jobs. And then through that time, I started contracting out with Silicon Valley companies like you mentioned Google, LinkedIn, Adobe, and a few other Silicon Valley companies. And I was doing kind of like marketing research for these organizations. And then I started really love like what I do in marketing, basically telling clients like what they really need to make their products better, some of the languaging they need to change, some of the physical aspects of their product to kind of make things better. And so I started doing SEO and I had SEO company for several years. 
And what I noticed with running a company is that there are several things that go on with running a company besides just marketing. So one thing I really overstepped was actually the mindset of an entrepreneur and what it takes to actually get to having a millionaire mindset. And that's kind of like what I would love to like talk about on this show and kind of like what it takes to kind of get to that seven figure shift in your business and beyond. And it all starts in your mind and what you believe that you can control in your current situation. Definitely. You know, it's one of those things where it's a famous quote and I can never remember who said it, but they're like, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. Right. So, you know, both are right. So if you if you have it in your head that, oh, I can't do whatever it is, then of course, you're never going to reach that goal. And it's one of those things where entrepreneurs like we have all these really exciting ideas about all the amazing things are going to change. But when it comes time to actually implement, we then start to think and kind of doubt ourselves. Well, can I really do this? So talk to me a little bit about what what's involved in the millionaire mindset? Like what do people need to recognize and then change? And, you know, just what's the millionaire mindset in general? Oh, yes. I would say to keep things simple, I like to keep it in three steps. First step, as I mentioned, is always the mindset. It always starts in the mind. And as an entrepreneur, it's a very crazy time right now. And it's basically you're working for who knows how long to maybe get a profit. And that causes a lot of fear and anxiety with what's going on in their business, what's going on with the economy right now. And so you have to like learn to let those things go in order to get to a place of abundance in your mind. So when opportunities are abundant, you will see that there's opportunities everywhere, regardless what's happening in the world right now. And once you conquer that mindset, the second thing that you could focus on is basically just making as many friends as you can that are ready in that millionaire mindset. And they've been through your shoes before and got to where they are at. And this involves with just creating basically people that could shorten that learning curve for you. So they went through all of the trials and tribulations and you could shorten that learning curve to get to that millionaire mindset faster. And that's the second step. And the final step is basically learning how to manage your money and time. So to get to a million dollars, there's many ways. Math does not lie. If you're losing millions of dollars and then you're only getting thousands of dollars, there's no question why you might be in debt because math does not lie. So in order to that, get to that millionaire mindset, for every hour of your time, you must maximize the productivity, how much profit you're making within the hour. Because we all have 24 hours in a day. Uh, Russell Brunson, like Kevin Harrington, all of these major billionaires, Mark Cuban, they have the same hours of the day that we do. But why is it that they're able to make so much more money? It's because per hour, they have multiple networks of people selling for them and then they're reducing their costs as well. So a combination of all those things makes up the millionaire mindset and basically could, you know, how you get to point A to point B faster by taking these steps. Wow. So there's a lot to unpack there. You know, you've got the three steps. And I think I really want to focus in on 
you know, the process of learning to let go. So many of us were really tied to uh, not only our business, you know, we, most of us start out just us. It's just, you know, there's no one else to support us. And it's sometimes hard to let go of all the different parts of the business. So when you talk about, you know, learning to let go, uh, exactly what should people be focusing on as to uh, identifying what they need to let go and what they can, you know, keep in their mind? Um, I would say to answer that question, it's actually like something that doesn't really happen overnight. I actually struggle with it all the time, but I've developed tools over time that I think when people go into fear and anxiety about what's going to happen, sometimes it's about a fear of losing something. So it's like fear of losing their business, fear of not having income for the month. So when that happens, it creates a blinder for all the opportunities are, that are abundant to you. So with every economy that's going on right now, like 2008, you know, that thing that happened with the housing industry and the current situation right now, there's always industries that are always thriving. Like Zoom right now is like doing incredible right now. And um, there's a number of other businesses that aren't doing so well. So learning how to pivot also is a huge part of being a business and learning to shift as your customer changes because there's definitely things that you, yeah, you have to let go in order to see the opportunities in front of you. And when you're tied down to fear and anxiety, sometimes your client sees that in a sales conversation. If you're having a face-to-face conversation, they see, um, they could read your body language and then they could feel it when you're scared. And when you're scared, it's the opposite of confidence. It instills fear in them as well. So um, learning how to like let go. And sometimes I do like mind exercises where I'm, putting fear in a box mentally and I'm leaving it outside the door when I leave and then I leave it there and then I go and have my meeting. So just having different changes of environment and different mindsets could really help you let go of what you're really afraid of. So when you talk about putting fear in a box, like you mean, you know, just kind of taking a moment before going into a meeting, no matter what that meeting's about and kind of just taking a moment saying, okay, I'm going to take this fear it's useful sometimes. So right now it's not. Put it into this little box, you know, close the door on it and then sit down and, and get ready for the conversation. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, just mentally getting in that space and just removing fear from the equation. Because like, let's say you're going into like a high stakes meeting with a venture capitalist and they're giving you um, maybe like a million dollars to fund your company. And then um, the thing is, Usually when people go into that meeting, they're afraid of losing that offer. That's usually like failure is probably like a huge component of why they're fearful. But the reality is there's actually tons of opportunities if you keep networking with other like venture capitalists. You'll hit something eventually. And so that's kind of like how I try to like separate fear from actual reality. The reality is like there's always opportunity if you keep your eyes open to it. Definitely. It's one of those things where, you know, I was talking with somebody else um, who uh, I just currently had on the show as well. And they were talking about how, you know, when you come at it from an approach of this is my only opportunity, 
then it builds up more than what needs to be there. But, you know, if it's a meeting, for example, to go and talk to this venture capitalist uh, for a million dollars for your company, but the reality is you don't have that million dollars yet either. So there's nothing to lose. There's only something to gain. So just changing that kind of in your head is a great way to approach a lot of different conversations. Yeah, I love what you just said. Yeah, there's everything to gain, almost nothing to lose except for your self-pride, but that will always come back. So that's a huge point. There's like, there's no pain, no gain, you know, how like the cliche saying goes, you just got to like go for it. And there will always be new opportunities if you keep your eyes open. Definitely. When we, uh, you know, going through life with the blinders on, if we always think, oh, there's only the one opportunity, but then there's actually three or four. And if we just focus so much onto the one, then we kind of lose focus and lose track of the other kind of the world around us. So one of the things that you talked about was making sure to surround yourself with other people who have a millionaire mindset. And I really want to dive into that one just a little bit because many of us, you know, as we said, right, we we start out, we kind of feel like we're all alone. My whole purpose is to make people realize they're not alone. We all have our unique stories of how we got to where we are, but none of us got there alone. All of us, you know, the, the successful stories you hear, it's because people reached out and they made connections. So tell me a little bit about finding other people who have the right mindset and can help you grow. I would say that's like the basis of how, I would say the same thing, the basis of how I started my business when I knew nobody in the business and I was all alone. I was pretty sure at that point of time that I really needed people to help me and I didn't have that much money. So what I actually did was I looked at myself and said, what could I offer them? What kind of skills can I offer them so that I don't really have the money, but I could offer them something exchange to kind of like help them out. And so by helping them out, maybe it's more likely that they'll help me back out as well. So basically our finding a network where our skills are complementary to each other and I could barter with my skills instead of actual money. So that really helped me because I, I mentioned that I had a marketing background and a lot of businesses needed marketing. So that became my go-to whenever I went to uh, like an attorney like I had an attorney that basically set up my whole company and he put it underneath the corporation. But at the time, I didn't have the actual funds. So I used my marketing skills to kind of like talk to him. And we built that not only business report, but also personal report. So I kind of got to know them as, you know, like almost like a friend. Like we talk about basically our personal interests and things like that. And this kind of solidified the relationships I started building with other companies because um, basically with with what you need in your company, there's more than likely a person behind it, whether it's like a venture capitalist for funding or like an accountant you need to do your bookkeeping and handle your taxes. There's always a network of people that could help you out and you just have to learn how to help them first to increase those chances of them helping you out in the future. I love what you just said about helping other people first. I just went through a a joint venture challenge, which if people don't know what that is, joint venture is basically uh, you getting people who can help promote your product to their audience. You get to borrow their authority 
or the reverse where uh, you kind of refer people to uh, somebody else uh, and get, you know, a little bit something back from that. And the whole idea behind it is you come from a, I'll go first mentality, right? How can I help you? Which also ties into what I talk about with creating your marketing material in the first place. Always create it from a perspective of how can I help you? And when you do that, you bring in the right people and you can grow your business. So coming at uh, networking and coming at, uh, you know, what do I need to build my business? Thinking of, well, how can I help them first so that when I need their help, you know, it's it's a mutual exchange. Mm-hmm. It's like a win-win for everyone. And I would say if you're not here to help people, like starting a business is going to be really hard for you. If you're here for the money, I mean, like at some point we're here f- to keep the lights on and we do want to build our financial future. But you're, if you're here to open a business purely to make money, it might be a really hard journey for you because basically this is all about finding a solution and helping this person through that problem of theirs. And so um, I really like when I found out what the secret was to like actually building your net worth in your business, I was really surprised. Like, wow, you, so you had to make a lot of friends and um, basically you had to create wins for them. And then you create wins as well. And basically you create this whole network that could basically start selling your products and services. And this network is going to be a lot more powerful than you just trying to sell everything by yourself. Because as I mentioned, time is very limited and you can only do so much yourself. Ah, I love that when you're talking about how you had this network of friends and then by creating wins for them, you created wins for yourself. Because really, at the end of the day, you're, you're right. If you are not in business to help others, if you're strictly in it, oh, I'm just trying to make cash, I'm trying to make cash, it also doesn't really create like a great experience for your customers in the first place. But also, I mean, if we're in business and we're going to be working with people, and like you mentioned at the start, uh, your attorney, right? That's somebody that you're probably going to be working with for a very long time or like a bookkeeper, you know, you're trusting your money with them. You really want to make sure you have a good relationship. So when you are able to create a network of friends, it's a lot more fun to be in business, but it's also kind of like you get to pay yourself or pay somebody else to kind of go and hang out with friends, which is a nice way to approach it so that you're kind of ditching some of that extra stress from just thinking about things as purely business. Yeah, business could be very stressful at times. So I love situations like you were just talking about where you could just like go in and make a whole bunch of friends. Like we went to, we met at New Media Summit and we uh, didn't know each other at first, but then we were dancing on the dance floor <laughs> with uh, with the DJ Doug. And basically that's kind of like how we met. We both found out that we were marketers and we basically um, had the same point of views and kind of like we're in the same industry so I get to go to cool events meet new people and it makes business a lot more fun and keeps me a lot more motivated that there's other friends and accountability partners to kind of like guide me through the way and also help me along my journey Absolutely. And of course, I, I want to point out, I do think we were some of the youngest people in the room, uh, which was quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm not used to meeting people who are not like 20 years my senior. So that was kind of cool. Uh, but you know, yeah, it, it was so much fun. I was so excited to go to that event. Because as you said, right, we met on a dance floor. 
And my my first thought was, oh, it's going to be another conference. I'll see what it's like. And then I, I found out in the pre-event calls that, oh, yeah, make sure to make sure to bring your dancing shoes. You're going to go on the dance floor every single day. I was like, what? I've got to learn more. This is great. <laughs> but it was it was it also created the right environment to create and approach people as somebody you might want to be friends with, not just as oh, I need to make business connections. I need to make business connections because, you know, that's just not a fun way of looking at things. So we've talked about, you know, uh, the steps to the millionaire mindset and how to learn to let go and how to build the right friends and relationships to get your business to where you need to be. Um, And we're nearing the end of our time. So, you know, if you had to tell people one action step to take to, to start adopting that millionaire mindset, what would it be? I would say... It's definitely a scary time right now. So there's only something to gain, as you mentioned, by going out there and just trying to create networks. So I would go out and try to create networks of friends that could help your business out and then you could help their business out and start creating those relationships so that you could actually control what's going on because a lot of what's going on in the entire world is out of your control, but you could control what's going on in your mind and what's going on in your business by just simply taking actions and making those connections and then basically figuring things out so that you could create that seven-figure shift in your business and make it grow and scale so that you know that you do have control over your situation, no matter like how it feels like right now. Um, so I just want to mention that. And yeah, you do. You have a lot more power than you think. And when you're in a good environment, you just absorb really energetic and positive vibes from certain people. And those are the people that you should surround yourself because they'll control sometimes what happens in your future. I love what you said about, you know, making sure to go out there right now and and start making those connections and friends. And when you say the words go out, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you have to go to an event live. There's so many different ways and so many different opportunities now online. You know, there's online networking groups, there's Facebook groups, there's people who are just looking to connect on LinkedIn even, you know. Going out and meeting people, it's whatever method works best for you, depending on your business. So Jennifer, I want to say thank you again for, for coming on. If people want to learn more about you and the seven-figure shift mindset, where can they find you? Basically, if you want to start creating that seven-figure shift mindset and kind of start building your financial future for your company, right now I'm offering sessions right now. Um, basically to start your seven-figure shift, what exact actions we have to take to actually get there with your company. So if you want to check that out, it's available at sevenfiguresession.com. And you go ahead and book a session with me and we'll walk through your company, what needs to actually happen to actually get to that seven figures and beyond. Fantastic. Definitely go check out the seven-figures session you know, book your session there, get an idea about how to get started with creating that millionaire mindset. And of course, you can find Jennifer online and on social media. And all of those links will be in the show notes along with the link to, to get your strategy session dialed in. So Jennifer, thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with my audience. It's always a pleasure, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having me on your show and looking forward to what the future holds. Keep calm and carry on. Until next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.